0: welcome to the underground the steel city underground the black and gold standard for pittsburgh steelers coverage now here's your host terry fletcher hello everyone and welcome to the steel city underground podcast my name is terry fletcher so I decided to do a post-Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving Day WTF podcast because with the three games we had, boy, do we have a lot to cover. So the first game, which I actually thought was pretty funny, so when you listen to it and you hear so what... to me about an announcer's Jake's Michael Badgley <laughs> has not missed a kick all year. Field goal or P.A.T. Yeah, so that is when you're China. listening to... Um, The Jim Nance and he was basically talking about the kicker for the Lions and he went to obviously make a kick and he missed it so talk about an announcer's jinx yes Jim Nance actually has one the it was really funny because Tony Romo was like oh my gosh you didn't just do that he goes okay I won't say anything but yeah he jinxed him and he actually jinxed the other team too about an extra point and he missed that so interesting game but Even though the the Lions didn't win, um, the Buffalo Bills came back to win it, and it was still a really good game. Actually, all the games on Thursday were great if you had a chance to watch them uh, during your uh, Thanksgiving feast. So hopefully you got a chance. That was a great lead-in for a what-the-football moment when it came to jinxing out a kicker. So a couple of other what the football moments from the Buffalo game. You know, I should learn. I should just know better. I'm pretty good in my fantasy football teams. You know, I love it. You know, I like to bet on football. I've, I've said it a couple times on on this podcast, but I don't think Thanksgiving is my day to bet on football. The Bills were favored by nine and a half, and I took the Bills to win thinking it's the Lions. They always tank on Thanksgiving. Yeah, the the Bills won by what was it four? Yeah, didn't win that parlay. Also, I took the over. What was the over? Yeah, the over was 54 and a half. How many points? 53. I'm telling you, the bookmakers know what they're doing and they know how to to win. It's the betting people. Yeah, us gamblers that are just like, oh, really? Great. Okay. So that didn't work out for me too well. But luckily, I did get a lot of uh, points from Josh Allen, one of my quarterbacks in two of my leagues, and also from Kirk Cousins. Adam Thielen was a very big surprise wide receiver for the Vikings. And so was, uh, well, he wasn't a surprise, but I'm glad he got some some points for me was uh, Stefan Diggs, and wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. And then also, um, just by a fluke, I happened to pick up a tight end from the Cowboys, Dalton Schultz. And he did me proud and scored me 17.10 points. So good day overall in fantasy, not a great day to bet on it. Okay, so what else was a what the football moment in the first game, which was, again, the Buffalo Bills versus Detroit? You know, I think the the fact that Detroit played so well and came so close to that win is always a, a, you know, a surprise. And really, you did that well there. I feel a little bad for the coach because I know he's been working really hard. With this team, but when you have the the weapons that they have on the Bills side, it's really hard to think you're going to lose it all. I mean, he's got Stephon Diggs, he's got um, Dick, Gabe Davis and all this, but... The problem with Josh um, Allen right now is that he has got a nagging elbow injury. And so he can't move the ball as, consistency as he wants to, consistently as he wants to. And he also threw a fourth red zone interception. He's had four now in his last five games. That is definitely a what the football. And every time he does it, you're just like, oh, you just know his coach is looking at him going, what are you doing? So Sean McDermott definitely, I'm sure, had a, an issue with that. But with the Lions, you know what? Dan Campbell's squad they're they're really trying. He's got Amon-Ra St. Brown. He's got Jamal Williams who's been a great surprise as a running back this season. With 13 touchdowns, but let's face it, their quarterback is Goff. So unless you can make a change there, you're still going to have Jared Goff as your quarterback. So it'll be interesting to see how that kind of moves forward. Um, But here's one thing that was definitely a what the football moment, and that is Von Miller. He had to leave with a serious knee injury. It was reported the day after that he does not have a torn ACL, but it's the possible uh, ligament be- ligament behind the knee that could be an issue, so the lateral. So we'll we'll see how that all plays off and and plays out, and uh, you know hopefully hopefully they don't lose him for the season. Not really sure what what's going to happen there, but let's take a look now when we look back at the um, Cowboys game. So that was kind of interesting because half we we watched and then we left at halftime to go to our Thanksgiving dinner and listening to it on the radio is definitely a lot different than listening to it or watching it on TV because the radio guys, they get so excited over punts. I mean, they go crazy. And to we're, for us, we're just like, Oh my gosh, what the football, but Mike McCarthy, he is just, um, you know, he really is just a mouthpiece in my opinion for um you know Jones who is the owner and he Jerry Jones just basically has coaches that does what he tells them to do it's obvious that he doesn't really have any independence or autonomy there and just because of some of the decisions he makes now Dak Prescott through for two two uh, through two first half interceptions and so that's why you know there was a, a lead 13 to 9 at halftime. Um, but you know, they came back. CeeDee Lamb made some great catches. Ezekiel Elliott finally woke up and Tony Pollard Tony Pollard, of course. He is just their their new um, you know, ground spritzer there, in my opinion. But and then of course my my tight end Schultz. But he, I think with what's really a, a tough thing in, you know, for the Cowboys is that they're so out there on TV and they are Penalized more than almost anybody in the league. And all we kept hearing on the radio as we were driving was penalties, penalties, penalties. They had 13 for 86 yards. I mean, what the football? You know, you have all these mental errors, and yes, you seem to overcome them and come back, but and, and one to the Giants by a score, but. You need some more weapons. Hopefully they sign Odell Beckham. It seems like that that's going to be an interesting deal because he goes and visits them this in this next week. Um, Micah Parsons did his job and netted two sacks for the sixth time this season. But you you just have some decisions and they're coaching decisions that is obviously coming from whoever is sitting up there in that box in that nice cozy room, and that that's just I don't know it it drives me crazy. Talk about what the football. Then in our last game, okay, so yes, I got stuck actually with Kirk Cousins as my quarterback in one of my leagues, and he he's a he is definitely a fantasy point getter. But he as far as a quarterback, that's great. I don't know. I mean, they got blown out by the Cowboys last week, you know, with 40 to three, I think it was. And then this week, they're playing one of the top defenses in the league under Bill Belichick, which is the Patriots. And so how did they do? Well, they won, but it was back and forth. Every time I looked over, and again, we were at a a you know, a friends and family gathering for, for uh, Thanksgiving, it was tied. I mean, it went from 13-13 to 23-23 to 26-26. To I mean, every time I looked up, it was tied. Justin Jefferson definitely did his job and what he had to to do. He hauled in 11 targets for 139 yards and the game's first TD. And every time Kirk Cousins needed a big play, there he was. So that was very helpful, especially a difference from what happened last week. Um, you know, the, Mac Jones, he he just to me is he seems a little scared out there. So he got off to a hot start. He had 26 of 34 completions on a quick drive to open the game, but then he and he threw two touchdowns. He had a good passer rating, but then he struggles when he's in the red zone. He was 0 for three um, when they are you know third down. They really didn't have a good run game um, in in the fourth quarter. They had two three and outs. And you're just like, okay, well, you can't start off good. It's how you close. And if you don't close, then you're just never going to, you know, get into that postseason, and it's going to be really interesting. What the best, I think, what the football moment was, was a Vikings kick returner, Kenny Nguang, Nguang Wu. <laughs> he ran for a 97-yard touchdown that evened the score. That day. And then it just ended up being where the the Vikings just pulled it out. So, uh, you know, it Kirk Cousins, does he throw interceptions? Yes, he does. <laughs> he, you know, three interceptions, or I'm sorry, one interception and three touchdowns. So good for him. But he just doesn't. Um, there's never a game where he doesn't seem to throw one. So now it's kind of like, this is what he does. But at least, you know, at some point, he's going to be out there throwing, throwing, throwing. I mean, at least he makes the effort. So I think that he's cut some slack in that direction. One of the moments in the... in the Dallas game that really bothered me was, and this is definitely a, what the football moment for me is CD lamb made what was just a great, one of those acrobatic catches. I know some people are still talking about it. One handed toe tapping, just a, a magical catch in, in the end zone. And he just independently of just, there was a, you know, a defender in front of him. There was a, um, a ref right there. And it was a touchdown, even on the replay you could tell it was a touchdown, but you know what? NFL said didn't count. So I think somebody in New York may have money on the game because that was just that it was a touchdown. And what was really funny about it, of course, yes, Bryant, <laughs> tell me again how that's not a touchdown. But it, it he had his foot down. He tapped his, his right foot and his left foot. And he did not get out of bounds until it was absolutely a touchdown. And I can't believe they called that no touchdown. But you know what? NFL semantics, what are you going to do? He Did he get two feet inbounds? Yes. But after touching his left toe down inbounds, they said his left heel came down out of bounds. Doesn't matter. If you're touching inbounds, then that should be a score. So, And I'm not even a Cowboys fan. Oh, my gosh. And the longer it takes to take a look, you just know it's not going the way of, of the person that wants the the point. So um, you just, I just don't know what's going on. And then when we're dealing with the the Patriots in their game, um, you know, first there was a a touchdown play where Hunter Hunter Henry had their tight end had a touchdown, and it was eventually overturned, and they ended up having to settle for a field goal, but he was absolutely robbed and he even had two touchdowns in that game. I mean, they said, "Well, he was going to the ground, but he had control of the ball through any contact to the ground." On replay, officials determined that a the ball either hit the ground or he lost control of the ground of the ball. But we didn't see any of those things on the replay. So, you know, how are, how I mean, how are they sure that the ball actually touched the turf between his fingers when he's cradling the ball? So, just, you know, when you're looking at some of these things, you're just like what are you getting? Because we're looking at it just like you. So I think at some point they're guessing, because there was a catch for earlier this week in a um, for Kelsey in a game against the the Patriots, and he basically he he got it. So or it was a Patriots and a um, Vikings game. I'm sorry, and he got it. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? So just interesting. I think sometimes some of those catches are our opinions versus what, what actually happened. And so that's that's where they've got to get more consistent in the NFL. Otherwise, I mean, they're they're costing people jobs, and that's not okay. And this last Turkey Day edition of the what WTF football was the celebratory turkey afterward. So it's become a tradition, Thanksgiving postgame interviews, to feature a bunch of turkey legs for the players who won. And they kind of go along with the gag. We've even seen Ben Roethlisberger do it. But let's be honest, it's gross. okay? normally you try to get a bit of mashed potatoes or gravy or stuffing or even some of that dreaded cranberry sauce in every bite when you're at the dinner table. Right. But no, they're just getting a leg and it's a cold leg as well. So they just played, you know, 60 minutes of football, which is actually three hours in real time. And this year, Alan Adam Thielen had to spit it out. He said it was too dry, which was just kind of funny to me. Jeff, Justin Jefferson, he declined the turkey, saying that, well, I'm wearing a grill, so I don't want to get turkey over it. And it's just Kirk Cousins, he didn't complain at all, but he's like, this is interesting. So whoever, whoever makes those turkeys, you need to do something. So maybe, you know, dunk their face in mashed potatoes as an alternative or something for the win. I, I don't think they'd care about that. But just in in follow-up as how I started, I think that the best thing was seriously the announcer's jinx. So you heard it live. I I put it in the recording today, and (laughs) I don't think that Jim Nance is ever going to live that down because Michael Bagley's Bagley's perfect record on the season just absolutely came down to an announcers jinx. So the comic timing of that was absolutely spectacular. And it was it was pretty good. Oh, I do want to mention one more thing. What was going on in Detroit with the halftime performer, you know, performing? It was terrible. That's all I'm going to say It was terrible. Move on. They need to get better people out there if they are going to want people to stick with the show and not put it on mute like we did especially for games that are on national holidays. Come on, put something out there that we can all sing to, we all know, and not people we have to look up on our phone and say, who is that? Anyway, that's our edition of the What the Football SCU podcast today for the Thanksgiving edition. I will definitely talk to you guys next week as we are continuing with our uh, week 12. And you uh, can't wait for Sunday football. Everyone, make it a great rest of your holiday weekend, and we'll talk to you soon on the WTF podcast.